All right, let me start the recording. Okay, we'll get started then. So, Hi, ladies, and welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast. This week, we have Alicia Woodman with us. Good morning, Alicia. Good morning. Uh, ladies, I've invited Alicia to be with us. Some of you know Alicia. Some of you have not had the privilege of meeting with her, but she's just a bright young woman who I say is an entrepreneur, and um, I'm learning a lot from you, Alicia, and, and I hope we can share a little bit of your story with the other ladies here across Illinois. So thank you for being with us. Well, thank you for letting me have this opportunity. Mm -hmm. Alicia, let's just start by um, you telling the women across Illinois just a little bit about you. Okay, well, um, I'm a pastor's daughter. I've been a pastor's daughter my whole life. Um, my dad is the pastor at Amino Baptist Church in Carlinville. Um, I've had spina bifida since birth, been in wheelchairs since birth. I'm a latchkey teacher which is a before and after school program for school-aged children. I'm a social media and website manager, and I'm a former Miss Wheelchair Illinois USA. Mm -hmm. I know I've got to watch your life, you know, unfold a little bit, but I've only known you for maybe seven years, you know, um, so, and I, so I know a lot of people are, are interested in some of the things that you've said. So I want to unpack a little bit of that for us um, today. Um, let's start. You, you've shared a little bit about some of the medical complications, you know, that, that has brought maybe a layer of life for you um, with wheelchair accessibility that others have not had to navigate that. It's also brought a lot of other complications as far as multiple surgeries and, and just a healthcare journey. And I don't want to make light of that, but I want to jump beyond that um, and maybe start your story at your college years for, you know, for, for the ladies that are listening. When you went to school, um, when you went to school, you pursued um, social media, website design. And tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, I went to school at the University of Illinois in Springfield. I actually received a job my sophomore year of college in the advising center as their marketing manager. And so there's really where I fell in love with social media and you know, websites managing and how that really market businesses. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Um, so when when did you have a desire what i what i want the ladies to um, understand is it's you're passionate about um taking a platform to increase awareness to um, people in wheelchairs and um so it's not a you're not looking for a pity vote i love how you told me the other day alicia you're like i'm just trying to live life <laughs> you know i'm not on this mission to try to prove a point i'm just trying to live life as you a young woman, and there's many other people just trying to live life also. What do you mean by that? Yes, absolutely. I'm just trying to raise awareness of the problems that there are with wheelchair accessibility, you know, just in businesses and in the workplace. I think that's what really drove my you know, passion and my motivation to get a job outside of the home, to show people that I that people in wheelchairs can get a job, you know, outside the home. Um, there are so many problems, and that's why one of the pages I manage is called What's It Like Being in a And on that page, I you know, share articles about 
problems with wheelchair accessibility and with my own experiences too. Mm -hmm. I know one of the ways that you um, position yourself to increase that awareness is putting your, you look for opportunities to get involved in, um, in the community, not just in the church. You're very involved in the church and have been, um, and you're a resource. You know, ladies, if you're listening, Alicia is a resource that's willing to come alongside a church and help them to, you know, take a look at themselves to see how accessible they are to somebody in a wheelchair to be able to come in to engage in, you know, your worship services and small groups and, and so forth. But, but Alicia, what I want to talk about is the intentionality on your part that I see is you take opportunities in the community. You you take risk. Um, you put yourself out there um, in, into areas that are new for you. It's a stretch for you for the purpose of people seeing you, to put you out into light that people can see you so that you have an opportunity to not just tell your story, but for them to experience what it's like, like doing life with somebody in a wheelchair. Um, and one of those opportunities is the pageant that you referred to. So, so, so tell us a little bit about that experience, why you pursued it and, and how that played out and what, what that does for you now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the Miss Wheelchair USA pageants um, held every year in Ohio and I actually stepped on it you know by accident so I searched one day for pageants online one of my friends said that I would be great at pageants because I love doing my hair and my makeup and I'm always dressed up and so I saw that there was a wheelchair pageant so I entered um, and I became you know Miss Wheelchair Illinois USA and so I Gained that opportunity by just showing people you know, that platform was wheelchair accessibility and businesses. But once my ring ended, I didn't want that my platform to end. I wanted it to, you know, continue on. And it's that pageant just gave me more motivation to show people that I'm more than just being in a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. You know, dad put me like this for a reason to show people, you know, and I don't want a pity vote. I just want to show people that, you know, we're more than being in a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. Being in a wheelchair doesn't stop us. And, you know, and raising awareness, you know, that people in wheelchairs can go about and do stuff just like everyone else. Mm -hmm. It's just a little bit different on how we approach it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Alicia, because um, I know your mom and dad, you know, and I consider them friends and they're just good people. You've obviously had great support, you know, people encouraging you and loving you and getting behind your, you know, your dreams. And um, what would you say to somebody that um, may be struggling right now? Maybe maybe they haven't realized that they can get out and live life or or they feel like every time they try, it's more defeated than success. What would you say to encourage that person today? You know, just go out there and do it. Um, you know, it is defeating some days when you can't do something you know, like being in a wheelchair or reaching, you know, the high shelves or, or you know, being able to enter a business. Um, and that's why I'm out there to show people, you know, the awareness. You know, I don't think, you know, now in this world I don't think people are seeing that people in wheelchairs are having this much difficulty you know so that's why I you know I think God put me on this world to show that 
mm -hmm. to people, you know, mm -hmm. to raise their awareness about wheelchair accessibility. You know, it's 2021 and there are so many problems, you know, just entering a business. So mm -hmm. for someone that's defeated, you know, just go out there and try it. Um, you know, you never know who's watching you mm -hmm. and who's learning from you. Mm -hmm. Do you still find that, um, do you still find that there's a lot of missed opportunities when you get out trying to live life because you, you have to think through things an extra layer? Like I might want to go to this store. I might want to go to this shop, but um, the accessibility is still not there. They may think it's there, but it's not. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. I can't just go anywhere. Um, you know, like many shopping places, especially small businesses, you know, I can't go into their business and I would love to support small businesses, mm -hmm. but, you know, I can't get into their place. Right. Right. You know, so that's why, you know, I go to, you know, the bigger places uh -huh. because there is accessibility, you know, uh -huh. just, you know, that's just the one big thing is as long as I can get into your business and maneuver around safely, you know, I will come into your business, but mm -hmm. if I can't, then I can't go. Right, right. I know personally, you've been so good to helping me learn um, because I thought I was aware, even, you know, especially with a healthcare background, you know, I truly thought I was aware and, um, but I think sometimes we're limited. You had used an example last week and, and I forget the place, but you said, um, you know, Carmen, even when they did the snow removal, the people that did the that did the plowing moved the snow to the handicapped parking spots, but it was a smaller area, and they probably weren't thinking about that. Um, but it made me realize that as a leader of an organization, when I bring somebody on, you know, even as a favor to help me plow or whatever, I need to be communicating that extra that extra little piece to, to because not everybody does know, and I think sometimes we may do things to cause um, to cause hardships. Um, as far as accessibility to somebody in a wheelchair without us even realizing that we're doing it, you know, and I think it would hurt many of us to think that, no, that's not me. But if somebody played a played a video back in my life, you know, over the last week, I'm sure there's going to be things that it's like, oh, I wasn't even thinking about that or I just didn't even see that because we just take so much for granted. Yeah, and I think absolutely. And I think that's why I want to be a resource out to people to show, you know, you know, to be able to maybe even go into their business and tell them, you know, hey, yeah, this is too high. This is not accessible. Mm -hmm. I can't even get into your business. And this is how you can change it. Mm -hmm. um, I posted on my wheelchair page, you know, resources for businesses on how to make their, wheel make their business wheelchair accessible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's just, you know, like you were saying, this people don't understand. You know, not here trying to be, you know, hey, you know, I, that, you know, you're doing it wrong. I'm trying to be a helping hand and being a resource and helping them change and be able to be wheelchair accessible. Sure, sure.
um, Alicia, you've already you've already referenced that um, a friend told you you may want to consider a pageant because you love doing your hair and love doing your makeup. And I re I reference you as our little fashionista because you're always you're always current and layering in your designs, and that's what makes it fun. You know, one of the things I'll say that makes it fun um, to being around you. Um, how do you find I, I how do you find enjoyment into pouring into younger girls? And younger women, because I know that's how God's positioned you, um, especially through church. And like you said, you're a latchkey teacher. Where, where do you find enjoyment and some of those things that you enjoy yourself? How do you pour that forward into a younger generation? Yeah, and, you know, just enjoying life and, you know, just like you said, I'm a latchkey teacher and just being around those children mm -hmm. and showing them, yes, I'm in a wheelchair, you know, and showing those younger children you know this is someone in a wheelchair don't be scared of them you know and showing them that i can do things mm -hmm. are they shy about asking questions no <laughs> not at all but they they have been wonderful with the wheelchair uh-huh uh -huh. do um um do do you feel that do they do you feel that they just accept you as you are um, or do you feel they're scared they're going to break you? They they accept me as I am. You know, uh -huh. that's really happy to know, you know, yeah. gracious to know because, you know, trying to get into the workforce, uh -huh. trying to get a job, you, you know, you get stares from people, you know, uh -huh. saying, why are you out here, you know, getting a job? You should be at home doing nothing or doing a job from home. Uh-huh, uh-huh. See, I love that part about you. And ladies, if you're listening, that's one of the reasons why I wanted Alicia to come spend some time with us today, because you may you may think, how can I ask open questions? And Alicia is a resource for you um, that, you know, if you're you may be the small business owner, um, but you may be the person that also just has questions or you just don't know. Maybe you, maybe God's put that person in your life and you just don't know how to approach them and hear what Alicia is saying. Will you just treat me as normal? You know, and, and and she can help you, you know, if there's something about that person or you just want to ask some questions or just have what I call an honest talk in a safe place. Alicia is a key resource for you um, and, and we'll make her contact information available, uh, you know, in our in our episode notes, as well as putting the links to um, um, her Facebook page that she's talking about, you know, that that shares the tips of how to make your businesses and other organizations wheelchair accessible. Um, Alicia, I want you to take a moment too, because we may have some moms out there listening today of children in a wheelchair. And, you know, um, obviously um, your mom would definitely be answering these questions differently than maybe what you're going to answer. Um, but what would you say to that mom that's saying, you are like a fresh of breath there, Alicia, because this is my son or this is my daughter. And I'm, I can't help but think what life is going to be like and the complications that's going to come their way because they're, you know, because they're in a wheelchair. Um, and maybe they're a little bit discouraged this morning or they don't know where to go or turn to with resources. What would you speak into that mom this morning? You know, just showing them, you know, again, I go back to me being out in the workplace. I your child can work outside the home. Um, there's going to be many complications in their lives. You know, there's going to be many surgeries, many times that you're going to cry, but just showing them the end goal, you know, the, that, you know, they can live life 
beside everyone else. Mm -hmm. They just have to do it different ways. Mm -hmm. Are there plenty of resources out there to help a family, regardless of what their financial means are, Alicia? Yes, there is um, many things out there, and it just takes you no know, simple doodle search. And I post many of those things on my wheelchair page. Mm -hmm. Just not just resources, but news regarding wheelchair accessibility, you know, things with disabilities, you know, things like that. And I've referenced a lot with the ADA, mm -hmm. the Americans with Disabilities Act mm -hmm. also. Mm -hmm. Do you find that somebody, um, somebody that is in a wheelchair, do you find that it's easier for them to live life in a city versus in a rural area? I feel that it is better in a city because there's many it, it's not as spread out as uh -huh. the country or the rural area so uh -huh. it's easier to just get out in the wheelchair and just go to a place uh -huh. for example i have i drive from my wheelchair uh -huh. and so in order to get anywhere i have to drive uh -huh. And so that's a big financial means too. But if you have public transportation that's wheelchair accessible or uh -huh. business that's just around the block, uh -huh. you know, that's a lot easier. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, okay, I'm going to ask the hard question. What would you speak to church leadership when they're, when they're, you know, when they're considering their building or their facility um, if they truly are offering an inviting opportunity to somebody in a wheelchair. No, I'm out here for a resource. And I'll be welcome to, to you know, to come to your church mm -hmm. and show you, you know, how you can be wheelchair accessible, uh -huh. you know, and have that opportunity for people in wheelchairs to come worship with you. Uh -huh. and that's just, you know, really important. Not just, you know, I speak in the business aspect, mm -hmm. you know, but the churches too. Mm -hmm. That's my welcome for people in wheelchairs yeah. because we don't want to feel, you know, right now we feel bonded, you know, we feel, you know, in our homes, you know, we don't feel welcome. Right, you know, right. So, you know, it's just another way for people in wheelchairs to feel welcome into the world and into yeah. society. Yeah. You know, Alicia, something I've experienced myself, um, you know, when mom was with us, um, for about the last year and a half, everywhere we went with, you know, taking her out. Now, she could stand and pivot into a chair, um, but we had to transport by wheelchair. She couldn't walk, you know, beyond a few steps. And I know that changed my world as far as the ease of getting out. You know, just getting her to medical appointments was one thing, you know, thinking what vehicle will work. But especially getting into church. You know, I live in a very rural area, you know, small church that we attend. And everybody was so gracious. Um, but it was something I had to think through from Sunday to Sunday, you know, or Wednesday evening um, based on what the weather was doing. You know, um, were the sidewalks going to be cleared? Was the ramp going to be slick? Um, and it, it definitely put an extra layer of thinking to me when I actually was hands on with somebody trying to navigate that versus um um, versus trying to plan it for somebody else, you know, so I resonate with what you're saying that um, I often um, 
made decisions based on the ease of getting in or out of somewhere, um, you know, where we were going to go, whether that was going shopping or going out to eat or, or even going to church. And um, I'm, I don't like that part. I'll be honest with you. I don't like that part of my thinking that I had to make a decision, but it really opened my eyes, Alicia, to what you're trying to gain awareness to. And I think it was the hands-on experience that um, opened my eyes, not to a blind spot, but it allowed me to actually experience it. Um, that that made me more um, not sympathetic, but empathetic towards somebody that's really trying to navigate that life on a daily basis. Because I think the last thing you want to do is, I'm going to speak for my mom. The last thing my mom wanted to do was be a burden to me or to anybody. So oftentimes her way of doing that was, oh, you just go ahead. I'm tired. I don't want to go. And because I know my mom, that's not, I mean, that's not at all what she wanted. So I found myself, you know, like what you're explaining, find creative ways, things we could go out and do that wasn't just a doctor's appointment, you know, wasn't just a dialysis appointment or something that she needed to go to. So personally, friend, um, I trust God with all of our individual stories because he's sovereign, but I'm also well enough aware my humanist to know that some of our stories on this earth to live are a little bit harder and a little more complicated than others. And that's what I appreciate about your graciousness when you say, I accept what God has brought me and I think he's using it as a platform for him to be glorified to others. Um, and that's what you've done in my life. So so personally, I say thank you. And I hope that we can help platform you to be that light, to be that resource for other Illinois Baptist women, you know, to open, you know, to open their eyes to who God's put in their circle of influence to be able to, to reach out to and open the world up a little bit to them and do it through the love of Jesus. Yes, absolutely. You know, and that's what I want to, you know, raise awareness about and be, you know, I don't want to be an inspiration. I'm just trying to live life, uh-huh. you know, and it is hard, you know, even just trying to, you know, have dinner with your friends. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to go through the, your mind. Okay. What is the weather going to be like? You know, I can get out when it's snowing and everything because my um, van is not for real drive due to the ramp. Mm-hmm. So I had to think about that. I live on a big hill, so mm-hmm. I can't get up it when it's snowing, mm-hmm. you know, four or five inches. So you have to think about that and even, you know, just going out to eat. Mm-hmm. And you have to think, okay, is it going to be wheelchair accessible? Mm-hmm. You know, is it, you know, not just the entrance, mm-hmm. you know, or the sidewalk, is it wheelchair accessible inside? Is there yeah. going to be enough room for me to move around? Yeah. No, or I'm gonna be because if there isn't and you get there and it isn't wheelchair accessible, you do feel like a burden. You do feel bad. And because then and you feel frustrated. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, ladies, if you're listening, this is the time for me to encourage you to say if you're not connected with us. This is what it means to be part of the community. This is what I mean when I say there's equipping and training. There's encouragement when we need to spur each other on. But we have resources, too, that can help us learn from each other to actually navigate the path that God that God has laid out before each one of us. Some of you may be the small business owner. Some of you may be the mother, you know, the neighbor, the church member. Um, this is what it means to be connected, to be, you know, to be able to share our resources. So if you're not yet connected, connect to us. You can find us on Facebook at Illinois Baptist Women. Follow us on Instagram at, at, at Illinois Baptist Women or check out our webpage at um, IBS 
usa.org backslash women because we want to be connected because just like Alicia is part of our community, we get to share Alicia because Alicia wants to be shared. And that, that, that resembles each one of you that's in the community because we all have a story. And as God brings us together, he divides those stories and they become resources such as learning and training and so forth um, to all of us so that we can be stronger and our walks a little bit easier as we're reminded that we're not in this alone. So so there's your commercial. Get connected if you're not. Life's hard enough. Don't do it on your own. So so Alicia, I appreciate you, you know, you spending time with us today. Um, we're going to share your contact information so that women can connect and and go to your page especially and check out some of those resources that you're that you're sharing um, um, what final word might you want to say to any of the women that are listening in today Alicia you're not alone you know whatever you're going through even if you you know if you're in a wheelchair mm-hmm. you know somebody in a wheelchair you know whether it's your child or a family member or a friend or if you're a small business owner or, you know, a church leader, no, you're not alone. I'm here to help you. You know, I'm more than welcome to help you from your social media to raising awareness. Yeah. You know, of wheelchair accessibility. I'm here as that resource. And I feel that's why God put me on this earth to be that resource to help people you know, be wheelchair accessible and raising awareness of wheelchair accessibility. That's good. That's good. And I, again, I'm grateful for you. And ladies, when I say I can talk openly and honestly to Alicia in a safe place, I mean, I can talk openly and honestly. And and you're not a pushover, Alicia. You'll, you'll push back, you know, and I like that. I like that because that stretches me and it helps me to learn, but it also helps me to go into it knowing that our relationship is authentic, that you're going to tell me what you're really thinking, not just what I want to hear. So I appreciate that because that's where I see the maturity and the professionalism as you as a young woman leader. And, and I'm grateful. I'm grateful for that. And I'm very grateful for you making yourself available to other, to other women in church leadership also. So, so thank you. Thank you so much for the opportunity. All right, ladies, if you're listening today, remember all the contact information is in the episode notes. Alicia is available to you also. And we're glad that you're joining our podcast. Our whole purpose here is to platform Illinois Baptist women, just ordinary women who are serving an extraordinary God, pulling back the curtains, giving each of us a glimpse into our own lives to say, hey, we're really nothing special or unique. We're just really ordinary. But boy, what God can do with that life when just like we heard Alicia, we say, here it is. You know, what's your purpose for my life and give it to him. And that's you. So, ladies, um, connect with us and have a good rest of your day and have a great weekend. And we'll see you back here next week on the Priority Now podcast. All right, Pat, what from your end? Yeah, it was good. I okay.